so what's up guys and welcome back i know it has been a while so in my podcast description i say this is a podcast i created to be a safe house for people like me to grow without judgment to grow in christ and also help your mental health sharing the mistakes i've made along the way as well as where my imperfections are and this is this is edited because i figured out how many grammatical mistakes i like made in description but i think anybody can understand why this is such a topic is such a touchy subject for me i clearly wrote to go without judgment and i figured out that was a judgmental person i get nitpicky when things when things like seem out of place I, because this is the way like my God figures used to correct they would see something they didn't like they would take it out they would talk extensively on it and they would give it to like different people to talk to you about it they would call friends uncles families so they can talk about it and to be honest I don't like this way of going about correction I think correction is something that should be planned, properly planned and guided. But what this ended up doing to me is it didn't make me want to correct whatever they were telling me to correct. It made me angry. Like why would you tell these different people my flaws? Why would you tell them about everything? You know what I'm saying? Why would you tell them about everything? You saw something bad in me, you should have come to me straight. So why would you tell a few different people just because you have not seen a change yet? Have you come to me? And like, you're just wondering like, what warrants all this? And it just made me go farther away. It didn't make, make me want to have a connection with any of these God figures again. And I'm kind of relating it to the church. You know, olden these Christians have a lot of concepts or they have a lot of misconceptions about like the new day things you know the past in the past it was it was parents correct you in any way they want to and then you filter the good you take the good you filter out the bad and when you don't follow like a certain code you just have to accept whatever mode of correction I want you to know that modern day parents are now, they are trying. And I want you to know things can be, some principles can be old, but they are golden. But I want to give an example to explain what I mean by being judgmental. And this is a story I want to tell. It's not a true story to me. It's just something I sketched up. But then I think it's relatable. So a lady walks into a church setting. She walks in improperly dressed. She walks in with probably her cleavage showing. Maybe the the gown, whatever she's wearing was too tight. And then we have some people look at her somehow. This lady might have thought that she came here. This lady might have thought that she came here the best way she could properly dress. And because the church, I've seen other people like this. 
that have come here to just to make men or people in general go wild or go crazy or to cause the disruption the way they respond to this is quite different once you see both sides of the story it's even hard to blame the church or to blame the lady because the church has seen people with that same mode of dressing but with a different aim and the lady came the best way she could dress because it was a church setting and then after the service or even in the service they call her aside and instead of instead of sorry you look beautiful you look very nice but then your cleavage is showing and we don't think this is acceptable we don't think it's acceptable in our church and it's not it doesn't work with our church policy i think we should all dress moderately and probably finding her something to change into maybe entering inside the market getting her something to change into so that she can still enjoy the preaching rather than that some people might send their way rather than that some people might say there are some people might call her delilah rather than that some people might just say like what are you advertising what exactly are you advertising and this repels people from the church because she'll never come back except the person really has a strong heart but if for somebody who was struggling from the world and gathered all the courage to enter inside the church we have just lost a potential church member if somebody who is struggling with this type of thing or struggling with this type of flaws we have just lost a friend and I want to tell you and I want to correct the narrative through what we have about being judgmental I want to correct that I want to correct your choice of words I want to correct the way you look at things I want to correct the way you look at when a friend goes away I want to know if I want you to know if you are the problem or if the friend was the problem I want you to self-reflect I want you to look in deeper and I want you to take this work with God and I want you to take this work with your Bible so you might want to open your Bible as we go into being judgmental the episode of today being judgmental is a blind spot for most people you don't notice nor do they see it but the person on the receiving end notices it the act of being judgmental can simply be put as being overcritical. In other words, seeing everyone's flaws and calling them out for it but failing to see yours. Judgmental people tend to form opinions of people and situations very quickly. There are two factors of being judgmental. We have the hypocritical factor and the pride factor. We will take it one after the other. Pride as a factor of being judgmental. The Bible addresses the issue of being judgmental in relation to pride in many ways, one of which is in Matthew chapter 7, verse 1 to 2. It says, Do not judge and criticize and condemn others unfairly, with an attitude of self righteousness, superiority, 
as though assuming the office of a judge so that you will not be judged unfairly for just as you when you are sinful and unrepentant so let's break it down let's take this except do not judge and criticize and condemn and through this except we have learned what comes with being judgmental it includes criticizing and condemnation and in modern english condemnation could simply be put as labeling or in our own push like teenagers way you could say i'm putting a label on somebody attacking somebody and if christ did not come to condemn the world then who are we christians to condemn who are we to just look at that lady and say she's probably just a daughter she's just a devil's daughter she's a devil's child she's a delilah why would say there's a place and time for some particular types of dressing and you should dress with much like you should dress moderately i forgot to add that probably so why do people judge people judge because of excessive pride and on most occasions when it comes to places like the church setting or in general people judge because of self-righteousness and i want you to note the word excessive excessive pride is the root of being judgmental and it's a mind problem pride is being ostentatious ostentation simply is proving that you are better than everyone by putting on a show it's an attempt at making people look and feel inferior and people use pride as a coping mechanism for issues going on around them for example Imagine somebody who her parents only praised her or imagine a person who is her parents only praised them when they were at the top of the class when they got the best awards when some when in a way somebody just had to be below them I think just telling your child that you are enough just telling yourself that you are enough even though you are recording you are recovering from childhood trauma or whatever just telling yourself that you are enough every day just has a way that it just calms you in a way especially for even a person like me just going to the mirror to kind of hype myself up randomly actually helps me it makes my day like better I know you have seen like those like cringy YouTube videos where they tell you to go and shout. They tell you to go and shout in the mirror. You are looking good. You are looking this. But I beg, I yourself more. I yourself more. I beg. <laughs> At least you don't have any husband or wife who is going to do the hyping for you for now. But people use this excessive pride is a way that they try to manipulate their way out of situations. They exalt themselves higher than other people because of the things they are going through, thereby putting others down and making other people feel bad. For instance, let's take the example in Luke 18, 9-14, which I'm going to read. I'm going to read because it's a very, very, like, revealing scripture, I guess. That's the best way to explain it. And I enjoyed it because it was actually a parable. And I'm going to tell you why Jesus read it to these people. So, uh-huh. 
Jesus taught this parable to those who were convinced that they were morally upright and to those who trusted in their own virtue, yet looked down on others with disgust. Two men who went into the temple to pray. One was a proud religious leader, the other was a despised tax collector. The religious leader stood apart from the others and prayed, How I thank you, O God, that I'm not like everyone else. They are cheaters, swindlers, and crooks, like that tax collector over there. God, you know I never cheat or commit adultery. I fast from food twice a week, and I give you a tenth of all I earn. The tax collector stood alone in the corner, away from the holy place, and covered his face, covered his face in his hands, feeling that he was unworthy even to look up at God. Beating his chest, he sobbed with brokenness and tears, saying, God, please, in your mercy, and because of the blood sacrifice, forgive me, for I am nothing but the most miserable of all sinners. Which one of them left home that day reconciled to God, the humble tax collector, not the religious leader? For everyone who praises himself one day will be publicly humiliated, and everyone who humbles himself one day will be publicly honored and lifted up. And now, this is what I want you to note. You can see the tone in which the tax collector spoke and the religious leader spoke. If somebody was standing at the back of the religious leader, how do you think the person would feel? If the tax collector perhaps heard what the religious leader said and the tax collector does struggled, found his way to get to church, how do you think people will feel? Sometimes the actions that we do make, think, make people think that Maybe people think that this is how God probably is. He's probably nitpicky about things. I mean, he's holy. So why, to, why wouldn't he be nitpicky about these things? And what Christians we should understand is that we are the TV or we are the mirror that people look at. The way we act, what we say, what we do, these are how people know who God is. This is what forms people's opinion of who God is, what God wants, or how God will behave. And I just pray that God will forgive me and forgive every anyone in any way have made people misinterpret who God is. I want to tell you that God is love. And God is not judgmental or nitpicky like I was. And God is not judgmental or nitpicky, like anybody will know who is judgmental is. And another scripture addressing pride as a factor of being judgmental is in Romans 14.4. I think hypocrisy as a factor of being judgmental. You can read Matthew 14.4, uh, sorry, Romans 14.4 <laughs> on your own. But hypocrisy as a factor of being judgmental. The Bible says in Matthew 7, 3 to 5, it says, Why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye, but not notice the log that is in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, Let me take the speck out of your eye, when there is a log in your own eye? You hypocrite. First take the log out of your own eye. And then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. Concentrating on verse 5, 
the bible calls people who refuse to admit their flaws but focus on other people's own hypocrites most times people judge other people actually knowing fully well in the back of their mind that what the other person has done they are capable of doing the same thing and sometimes even worse hypocritical judgment is a heart problem in the sense that we know fully well within us that no one is above such mistake and moreover the people judging are not above such mistakes other scriptures addressing hypocrisy as a factor of being judgmental are in Romans chapter 2 verse 1 to 3 and Romans 14:4. So what do I want you to take away from all what I've said? I think I told you what I wanted you to take away from it in the beginning already. But I want you to take some time, I want you to self-reflect. I want you to take some time. I want you to note if you have been this person. I tell you, pride stems from being insecure. And just to show that we are worthy of God's love, or in aims of trying to earn God's love, sometimes you just, we are prideful. You want to show God how we are doing better than everybody, like the flag selector. You want to show God that we pay our tithes every week we fast twice a week we want to show god that i know like these cheetahs or these swindlers and a lot of times what we end up doing is we are being counterproductive and i just want you to like take that and reflect on it take a while listen listen back pause if you need to and reflect on it in what ways has pride taken over your walk with god in what ways has your pride or your judgment hurt other people in what ways have you labeled other people because of your pride in what ways have you labeled other people because you were just being judgmental <laughs>